Before we get into this episode, we just want to say we're not doctors, professionals, therapists. We're just here dishing out our unsolicited advice on your dilemmas for pure entertainment. So if you do think you need real help, please get in contact with someone you trust or a professional and take our advice with a pinch of salt. Definitely. Now enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Gift the Tab. I'm Izzy. I'm Gabrielle. And today we're going to be talking once again about all your dilemmas, crushes, problems at uni, everything. We've got it all wrapped up. And we're going to start off with a little segment at the beginning. We're going to talk about some news. We're going to talk about what we've been up to. How are you at the moment? I'm for receipt. Living my life. Doing the best I can. <laughs> living the dream. Yeah, living the absolute dream. But you know what? It's starting. It's becoming summer now, so I'm happy about that. What about you? You've been jetting about. I know. I've been in Budapest for like a week. Just fin- literally just finished uni and was like, right, I'll go on holiday for a bit. It was actually so fun. I had a really good time. Um, but yeah, no, I'm like fully finished now. Literally submitted all my final assessments last week. And like, I'm done. I'm officially like not. A uni student anymore which feels crazy it i will so never weird. be able to experience that feeling maybe one day maybe you'll be like 80 and you'll be like i'm gonna go back to uni <laughs> i'm gonna go to a bachelor's degree <laughs> i love that i love when old people do that my so mum really wants me to go back to uni like and it was like honestly i think even more so now that my dad would like obviously passed away and he was like, oh, you should really have gone to uni. Mm. It's like, it's not for everyone, guys. I see if you're thinking about dropping out and you're really, un- I shouldn't be encouraging you to drop out. No, I, I honestly back it. Like, but like, if you're not happy, drop out. Like, I literally dropped out twice and I have absolutely no regrets whatsoever. It's not for everyone. Yeah. I also think, I think dropping out is really brave. Like, if you actually have the courage to go, this really isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Like, especially having, like, if you've been at uni for a couple of months even and then you have, you're like, I've realised that this is not for me. And you're like, I need to go. Yeah. And like, you've made a lot of friends by that point. Like, you're settled into a routine. Like, I actually think it's really brave when people yeah. do just decide, like, I need to go. And yeah. Start, or, or even just drop out and, like, you can start somewhere else. Or you can just go, yeah, like, this structure's not for me. I'd rather, like, have a job and yeah. do something else. Absolutely. Look after yourself first. The most important thing is yourself at the end of the day, not, like, your degree. And also, at this rate, looks like no one's going to be getting their degrees. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Let's dive into that. Do me the honours of explaining what the hell is going on. I know. So we wanted to highlight this, and I'm assuming most people will know about this, mm-hmm. but, like, we want to give people a bit more background in case, like, they're not aware. So um, last week slash week before, like, this story was really unfolding, and it's, like, really quite shocking, actually. Mm-hmm. So big shout-out to Ollie, Ollie Lewis, at Tab Edinburgh, for breaking this story. Um, so his headline was... Edinburgh final years could be graduating without having dissertations marked amid lecturer strikes. So basically, he received an email talking about um, the possibility that his courses, dissertations, might not get marked because of the marking strike by lecturers and staff at Edinburgh. It's insane. It's absolutely, honestly, I found it so shocking that literally, like, having just done a dissertation and the amount of actual blood, sweat and tears you put into it, the idea of it not being marked is actually quite devastating. I The thing is, it's so difficult because you're like, I understand that you want to be paid more, but, like, think about all these people that are slaving yeah. away with their dissertations and the stress. Yeah. But, like, you can't do that to someone after everything, especially 
the way fourth year breaks people. Like I watched all my flatmates go through it and it was awful to watch. Like it's so tough and you work so hard for it and for someone to just completely disregard everything that you've done, it's like absolutely heartbreaking. It also feels really strategic because people have also had like concerns over like exams getting marked or essays getting marked because there is a marking strike. Mm -hmm. And that was bad enough. And it's the fact that it's now transitioning into being potentially dissertations as well which is for most people the biggest piece of work they've ever done like it's a real like labor of like something you should you're supposed to be passionate about Mm -hmm. and like a huge part of your uni experience like almost everybody does one and everybody knows the struggle like it's it is it honestly takes a life out of you at points Mm -hmm. so honestly like we were also disappointed to hear about this it's been a big story like a lot of um unis have also um so getting ahead of myself after this story broke um ollie actually created an open letter to the university which has since gone like viral like it's been on bbc news um like radio everything and a lot of other unis or students at other unis have decided to follow the same approach to basically put pressure on management to actually do something about it because for a vast majority of students like i feel like i can say this confidently like there is not any the blame isn't placed with the lecturers or with the people who are supposed to be marking it the blame is placed with the senior staff but it is still like just insane that mm-hmm. you can do like imagine you your doesn't get marked and like several of your essays and exams like it's just mad like the idea of that like i feel like a lot of people are kind of like why did you even bother doing that yeah exams are still going on right now like some people still have them you would just feel like what is the actual point and it's i can't even th- begin to imagine like having all that work just completely thrown into the bin yeah so what can people do so what people can do is sign the open letter so you should be able to find links for that if you visit the tab edinburgh instagram or website and um, you can also visit ollie's personal instagram however i do not know um whether the link is specifically on there but i feel like it probably would be it's being shared like a lot of students have been sharing it um so if you want to raise awareness for it and like get more people to sign it feel free to share it as well um and just put pressure on the university of edinburgh like we've had a lot of um people tweeting us and dming us asking how to like sort of Mm -hmm. join in and do something about it so yeah just put pressure tweet at the university of edinburgh message them on instagram email them get in contact with your own um lecturers or like heads of school and just put pressure on them to like actually do their job do we want you to get your degree and make your work worth it like yes honestly uni students work so hard i know there's like maybe you know uni's a bit of a like four years of a laugh but i think it's really sad like people have worked really hard and might not get the work Mm -hmm. marked so do something about it do something about it and on a later note we're gonna get into matchmaking mondays we're gonna get into it (laughs) We've decided we're going to start quick firing through the matchmaking Mondays just because we want to spend more time on answering all of your mental dilemmas. So I'm just going to kick it off. My boyfriend giving me his credit card in TK Maxx, future Delph. Oh, love that. I love that. TK Maxx as well. Yeah. The candles. Amazing. That's a good place to start. You know, a mid-range shop. And you want to take that even higher. You want to go credit card in like you want to be going to harvey next yeah so true you want to be, be going down the road street, what street is that in edinburgh with all the like reboot shops on it oh, where harvey next is yeah you be, where is that you want to be going on taking one little walk down there get a cafe nero you know transition that tk max 
credit cards. I'm gonna find the street. Dublin Street Lane. Mm. Wait, no, that is not it whatsoever. <laughs> that is not the name of it. I don't know where the fuck it is. It's off St Andrew Square. Maltry's Walk. That sounds. That sounds bougie, doesn't it? On you go. Take him on a walk down there. Get a cafe near it. <laughs> Why a cafe near it? There's a cafe near on that street. It's right by St James. Club. That doesn't feel like it fits the vibe of there, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Although it's more support a local coffee, coffee shops. Yes. Do you not think? Like, can't you know what Cafe Nero? Out of all the chain coffee shops, I actually really like Cafe Nero. Same. I actually think it's really good. Starbucks, pish, pish. Do you like Starbucks? I don't mind it. Like, I, if I'm getting a coffee and I walk past Starbucks, I'll go into Starbucks. Oh really? I'm what I would avoid the Starbucks and go to Cafe really? Nero or Black Sheep. I don't I've know. Never what, I don't know what sheep. they put in their coffees, I've but they, it feels like crack. Like I've never been. It's not even that. Like I've never been so wired in my life. Like <laughs> my heart. This is that half Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, like, it races for like eight hours straight, and Jesus. I can't like. But it's amazing, and I will always I need, go back. I need there. to try one because they've opened one on Princess Street and on Northbridge. They've opened one ones everywhere. Also on Indeed, I've been I've been job hunting this week. I keep seeing barista at Black Black Sheep Coffee. <laughs> yeah, why? What's going on? Barista job, there's plenty going around. Yeah, there are actually. Sorry, back back to Monday. <laughs> back, that's my crush. Match back Mondays, my match this week. A job that pays twelve pounds an hour, please. <laughs> uh, mine is um, maybe get. Oh, my job I applied for this uh, starting salary thirty five k. I doubt love, I doubt love. that I'm gonna get it. It's a podcast producing job. Oh my god, it's so you'd be sick of that. It's thirty five to forty five k starting Whoa. salary, but I. Shame on that and be like, Mum, there's no need for me to start eating. <laughs> yeah, literally. Look at me I've making not moves. I've got a degree and I'm making 35. <laughs> I doubt I'll get a reply from that job though. But my cover letter was class. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Back to the subject. Back to me. Here you go. Um, I've got this really interesting one. A blonde boy who bought me a coin older than Jesus for my birthday. Older than Jesus? That's pretty old. That's that is 2,000 plus years old. But why? Just Obviously, they just love a bit of coin collecting. I mean, I kind of back that. Like, yeah, it's a bit of a weird hobby, but kind of cool. But you do you. Yeah. Also, get your boy who knows your hobbies. Yeah. This boy's obviously gone, oh, love this girl. She's so great. What else does she love? Coin Coins. collecting. What am I going to get for her birthday? A coin older than Jesus. Have you ever seen Dear John? I have. Oh. Yeah, and he does a coin collecting with his dad. Yeah, and, and so then romantic. he like starts well. rebelling and being an, a horror to his poor dad, yeah. who has autism. It's really sad. Anyway, that's not going to happen with you too. The girl I forced out of her own bed with the intensity of my drunken snoring after showing up at 2am. The cheek. Ah, the cheek needs to submit a crush after that. <laughs> yeah, I know. They obviously think that's going to make her like them again. I'd like piss off. How dare you? The idea of, oh my god, only like once or twice that happened to me in my life. I'm personally, I'm also a snorer. So Are normally you? I just fall asleep and I'm the one making people up. When I get woken up by your snoring, you know it's bad. <laughs> like, I, if I'm leaving the room, like, you're, like, dead to me. Okay, I've got a good one. Someone submitted this. The server in TV at Garden with glasses and one pierced ear, dot, dot, dot. Do you swing that way? Servers in TV, are you, L- are you part of the LGBTQ community? Please let us know. Yeah. Get in this contact. This individual would like to know. I have my boyfriend, whose 20th birthday it is. I'm a cradle snatcher and I'm proud. That's not something to be proud of. <laughs> that is absolutely not something to if be proud like of. If you're like 22, forgive me. Yeah. If you're like 30, bit weird. That is weird. Like 22, that's fine. But like saying I'm a cradle snatcher and proud is like declaring you're a pedo when you're happy. <laughs> like, you're actually a pedo. <laughs> and I got your full name here, babe. So. <laughs> I got someone who rejected me 
after wanting me first. That happens. What the hell? That happens. They want it. Like, they want the chase. They go for it. And that then piss me off so much. Yeah, and then as soon as they've got it, they're like, actually, I'm not interested. And you're like, I didn't even really like you that much in the first place. Yeah. I gave you a shot. Being like, oh, you know, it's nice that someone fancied me. Give them a go. And then be, I would rage at that. I'd be yeah, so I'd be like, I didn't even like you. <laughs> you fucking annoy you in the first place. <laughs> Um, the lassie on fourth who got the rude girl having a phone call on fourth to shut the fuck up. Oh, that for you. Back to your studies. Shout out fourth floor. Everyone loves it then. Um, okay, good one. This guy I talked to at my friend's party who's also doing a year abroad in Spain. I'm hearing Spanish romance for approximately one year, mm-hmm. and then we transition about to Edinburgh. Oh god. But How sometimes fun. do you not think that that might change the dynamic because. There's this whole like bubble that you're in. You're in, you're abroad. There's especially like Spain. There's the sun, the food, the atmosphere, mm. and then you're just gonna come back to Edinburgh. Like I feel like that could maybe end things. Maybe just never come back. Maybe just run away. Yeah, to, maybe like, just stay together. There. Just have some tapas. Oh gorge. The my one, not my flatmate who sucks all the air out of any room she walks into. That's. That's <laughs> savage. We have quite a few flatmate ones. Yeah, we really have, you know. Like mm. people, I think it's like the season of you're just ready people to leave. at the end of their tether. People are moving out, or people are cons- people are considering moving out now. Mm. I mean, I feel like most people probably have flats for next year, but like it's that point where you realise in the end, do I actually like where I live with, and no. do I want to leave? That's brutal, isn't it? Especially flatmate that, that you though. think sucks the air out of any room she but wants to. You know those people that just are literally like energy vampires who are like oh, yeah. so dead, like fuck off, seriously. You know, you're either a drainer or a radiator. Oh, that's a good comparison. I learned that in school, yeah. <laughs> Such a valuable lesson. <laughs> the only thing I took away from that school. <laughs> um, this girl, nobody, full stop. My boyfriend and I just broke up and I have no idea what to do with my life, full stop. I love him so much. Oh, babe. That's actually brutal. I replied to that earlier on the story. I hope you're okay. It's quite difficult to give advice to you because I can just tell you're just super emotionally struggling. Yeah. But... But there's not... Honestly, there's nothing that anyone can tell you and, like, I hate being that person, but time is the biggest healer when yeah, it comes for to... Sure. Apparently, the average time that it takes over... To, like, that it takes to get over someone is six months. Really? Six months. I heard that... A lot of the time, it's like half the amount of time you were together for. So if you were together what for two you... years, and two, it takes you like a year to like properly what get if you were together for like ten, well, five years. Oh, doesn't mean you can't date anyone else. Just like I feel like the closure comes yeah. after, and I feel like that kind of makes sense, you know. But it will get better, I promise. Trust me. I thought I was gonna die after my first heartbreak. Like I was convinced that like that was the end for me, and I was never gonna be anyone else. And that would just wither away alone at the age of 17. <laughs> but please, like, it's awful. But the best thing you can do is, honestly, distract yourself and surround yourself with people yeah. that support you and do things that you love and make you happy. I know that sounds so cliche. But literally, see if you like reading a book. Go out to Watson's and get yourself a nice, really good, interesting new book. Or start a new series. Or pick up jogging. Like, stuff like that. And also, again, I, I've said this in every episode. We don't even know, like, I'm talking like a veteran. We've done two episodes. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's summer. This is, like, at least it's not winter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I stand by this. I think this is a sentiment we, we keep repeating for good reason. Uh-huh. It's warm outside. I wore a jumper outside with no coat at all today. I and I thought, that. wow, this is really the beginning of summer. It's going to be warm. You got That's one thing to be happy about. Yeah. Yes, Edinburgh can be a bit shit in the weather, but go on a holiday read a book Gabby's so right like 
throw yourself into other elements of your life that maybe mm-hmm. have taken a back seat while you were in this relationship and you'll rediscover so many things that you loved pour your energy into your friends yeah and yourself like, platonic love with your friends is underrated and it's so much more enriching than romantic relationships with men yeah especially if I you're a woman it. i think oh especially when you're when you're a woman 100 like heterosexual relationships 110 mm. percent. i said it here and you heard it here first right and anyone can come with, for me with that, but I do <laughs> believe that um, female friendships are so much more fulfilling than straight heterosexual relationships. Mm. Do you go? Do you know what I mean? I feel like having relate like friend relationships with other girls just teaches you so much about yourself that maybe like a lot of things that you don't learn in a relationship. And I do think that like it's so enriching and so like mm-hmm. it, I feel like a so much better person because of the female friendships I have with other girls. And they're, who's going to be there when you break up with someone? Your friends. Yeah. They're never going to go My away. friends come and go. Friends are forever. Oh, I love that. Maybe watch like Sex in the City or something that might really cheer you up. I thought that's a really feel good That series. I don't know why. I was going to be like, watch normal people. <laughs> <laughs> then just realise that like, you're less depressed than they are. So yeah, literally. Maybe do that. Because then you could like sink to the lowest. And then bring yourself back Watch, up. Watch, like, a super sad, like, really fucking sad film. Oh, does normal people not really get to you? I've never watched all of it. I Watch know, it. it's so bad. It's fantastic. My mum, like, absolutely loved it. And everyone I know has read the book as well. I'm just, it's like, so pretty good. fake and I haven't watched it. No, 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 definitely watch it. Sorry. Back to Matchmaking Monday. I've got a good one. Um, we had a lot of gym crushes today, and we were talking about this before. We did, yeah. We did a gym crush dilemma. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know how to ask a gym crush out visit our past two episodes but um someone submitted this stunning girl in the vaults this morning with reeboks on Ooh. personally don't know if i can have a crush on someone who wears reeboks <laughs> but um love that for this girl go back and look at our advice for asking a gym crush mm-hmm. out because you don't want to seem like a creep that's in the previous episode yeah mine i've got my last one here is my manager a close friend and a course mate that's a lot to juggle here that's a lot to juggle here that's three crushes yeah like they're not all the same person no right? they're not all the same person oh, <laughs> also three you know close people to you in your life that's yeah quite, a little bit greedy intense actually yeah that's quite intense Just calm down a bit to be honest and also actually no my that was my second last one my very last one again going on to flatmates which will help us segue into dilemmas my new flatmates who's no longer living in constant anxiety that is a huge theme that i keep hearing about and i think like you said it's just that time i think people are just ready to leave like there's quite a few people that are ready to leave their flats they're ready to move on and you just kind of get impatient at this time do you know what i mean yeah like, it's just like the end is near you can see it and you're like right i'm done i'm ready you know? Yeah, I think it's when like, you know, like you've got like a timestamp on the relationship as flatmates. Like someone's leaving out, or your lease ends, mm-hmm. or like you're going back home for the summer. And I think people really just get to the end of their tether. And not even, it doesn't even have to be that you specifically don't like them. Just I think like people get really worn out and like. There's some people you just can't live with either, do yeah. you know what I mean? You can, you can be the best friend to someone and really genuinely love them and just actually hate hate living with them because also you kind of see like how people really are like when you live with them you see like a whole new side to them you really do because like how people present themselves in public is so different than how they are in the comfort of their own home like in their own space and also even just small things of like the way that you do chores yeah like cleaning the way that you like things to be like if people clash over that really easily so easily it's it's insane i've had my fair share I've had my fair share and on that note, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> Let's move on to dilemmas. 
Is he? Start us off. Okay, so our first dilemma this week is a flatmate story. Okay, so we got a DM saying, if you want a shit flatmate story, here you go. Our current flatmate, male, and in the living the three-person flat, constantly leaves shit stains and literal shit in the toilet. <laughs> I can't count the amount of times we've had to clean the toilet after him. Full stop. Fucking disgusting. Full stop. <laughs> He calls himself a germaphobe, but is okay with leaving shit in the toilet. <laughs> Next time, we're going to put the toilet brush in his washing bag. Oh my god, I think that's a hilarious idea. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was not expecting that. Firstly, that is disgusting. That's minging. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Like, how are you, like, a full-grown adult? But how are you... Shit in yeah, the like, toilet? I'm sorry, but I'd be, like, mortified if my friend went in that, like, after I'd done a fucking shit and there was a huge skid mark in the toilet. <laughs> Surely every time someone does that, you just send a Snapchat to like make a group chat on Snapchat if you don't already have one, and just every single time send like a picture going like, oh my god, like Bay left me a cute present in the toilet. <laughs> it's just a picture. I would there. just, I would genuinely like if it got to this point, I would be taking pictures and putting it in, into the group chat. And just yeah. Like, clean this. Clean this. Clean if this. If you feel really this. feral, pick it up and throw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> but That's I just, so grim. But but so have they spoken to him about it? I don't think. so. I mean. They haven't said they have. They said, I can't count the amount of times we've had to clean the toilet after him. Make him clean it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, see, if you haven't said anything, then maybe say something. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, communicate. Do you know what I mean? Rather than, like, just being like, oh, like, we've had to do it so many times. Okay, well, then say something. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm guessing they maybe have, but he hasn't, like, taken it in. But I feel like that's the kind of thing of, like, if you're so grossed out and, like, that is actually rank. No, that is, like, genuinely disgusting. Also, you can't live your life. You can't go about life and that's what if you get a job in an office you do massive <laughs> shit in the office every day and everybody will know it's you and everybody will hate you to this person honestly just know everybody knows it's you leaving really disgusting shit in the toilet and all your flatmates hate you oh my god you would be so mortified but then again yeah sorry either speak to him or just do exactly what we said and just send in pictures because that is disgusting I was not expecting that it's personal. <laughs> that's yeah, it's it's horrible. <laughs> I feel like having flatmates with bad hygiene is really like not a good like tone to start off on in terms of like if you start living with someone and you notice their hygiene is really bad you know it's just gonna go downhill from there like if they can't simply flush the toilet like they're struggling to do that like maybe you know it's, it's once that leases up we're moving on yeah you know? <laughs> thank god for the like 28 day release in scotland you can just 28 days of having someone shit in your toilet and not flush it. I'm out. so floored at this. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like some, I'm in love with my flatmate. Not My flatmate keeps doing the most minging shits and not cleaning up. That is gross. That is gross. Like, as a fully grown adult, like, come on. Like, look, like, I'm so, I refuse to believe that you just, like, get up and, like, forget. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> oh, sorry. Like, one time. Yeah. What, like, one time. Say you're, like, it's really early in the morning or really drunk. I could forgive. But yeah. But constantly leaving, like, actual shit in the toilets. Yeah. Like, a log. Yeah. Like, I, why am I walking in and seeing that? Yeah. Because if I was in my flight, if I walked in and saw that, I would be taking a picture and going, oh, my God, thanks for the present. Thanks for a little fun surprise walking to the toilet, <laughs> like, really passive-aggressively being like, this is disgusting. <laughs> Please never do this again. Definitely, if you haven't spoken to him, speak to Wait, was that him? Yeah definitely speak to him and if that hasn't gone down well then 
be firing into the group chat. Like, I know that's probably a bit mean, but it's gotten to that point. Yeah, also they're saying, like, they're a three-person flat. It's two on one. Like, if the two of you go, this is... Like, we love you. We think you're a great mate. We like living with you. It's only but, three of them. That's so even worse. Also, three people makes it really clear who it is. <laughs> yeah, that's like so a five or six-person flat, you could probably evade, like, Three is really bad. Only three. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. that makes me anxious. Like, I think it's, like, two girls and a boy, or maybe two boys and a girl, but the guy who's been... The person who has been leaving these... It's not even presents. that difficult. It's not even the presents. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even that difficult. I think, honestly, there's nothing else to say on this, apart from... Sorry. Stand your ground. Talk to them. Yeah. Tell them it's rank. <laughs> do something about it. Give them a bottle of bleach for his bed. Yeah, yeah, literally, just leave the cleaning products on his, <laughs> on his bed. Oh, next dilemma. Okay, dilemma number two, more flatmate drama. I hate my flatmate's boyfriend, but don't know how to tell her he's here all the time. Two exclamation marks. Like, that's a really tricky one, but I also think if you genuinely really don't like your flatmate's boyfriend and he's in your flat all the time, you should probably say something. Mm-hmm. Especially if he's in your space and yeah. you do not feel comfortable. It's annoying because I wish I had more details about the stuff that he's done. Because for all I know, yeah. you could be, a, I don't know, exaggerating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, why do you hate him? Like, why do you hate him? Like, what's he done? To be fair, I do think it's difficult, like, especially, like, if you have a good relationship with your flatmate and then they get into a relationship with someone you don't like, normally it's for, like, a good reason you don't like them. But mm-hmm. also, it's tricky because then you're, like, stuck between your mate... Does and... everyone hate him? That's another yeah. question. Because I, I feel like if all your flatmates hate a boyfriend, yeah, it's boyfriend's fault. Yeah, oh, 100%. But it's also so difficult. See, when people are in relationships, like, especially ones that maybe are a little bit toxic, it's so hard to get through to them, and they're yeah. more likely to sack you off for their partner. Yeah. And that's what, like, it's so difficult as a friend when you're like, your partner is awful, and I hate them so much. Yeah. Because, like, they could literally be like, okay, well, fuck you, bye-bye. And you know what I mean? You don't want to lose a friend over that. Like, because... One day it will all blow up in their face, right? Like realistically, like that's and not. Realize, it's yeah. not a sustainable relationship, and they'll realize. But like, you want to be there for them, like. And I know it's really, really hard if like you genuinely hate like this person, like who they're seeing or whatever. But like in the long run, like you want to be there for your friend. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you know that it's gonna blow up one day, unless it's like extreme, like they're being abused. Then that's something that like. Yeah. You really need to step in for it. Do you know what I mean? 100%. If it's just like he's a twat and like he's a bit of an arsehole, like, and behaves like a child, I don't know, stuff mm. like that, that's different because, like, you know, it will it will come apart and then she'll realise, or like, they'll realise, yeah, yeah they're, they're an idiot, whatever, and then they'll leave and then they'll still have their friends there. They'll pack themselves back up, they'll learn from their mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, right? But then if it's an abusive relationship, you're going to have to go speak to a specialist or speak to, like, and honestly anyone that can help because like you and i can't give it advice for stuff like yeah that. for sure um sorry i've gone the complete extreme side of that <laughs> but more it's so difficult because like i don't know what i would do to be fair like my best friends have like i mean they've dated some idiots do you know what i mean mm. like, especially like my best friend some of her exes i'm like what a bunch of fannies but like it's always ended do you know what i mean yeah I do think, like, the fact that you are, like, oh, I don't know how to tell her means that, like, you feel strongly enough that you should say something. Mm-hmm. And also, if she doesn't realise by now that you don't like him, 
I feel like it actually might just be easier if you go like really calmly sit her down and just be like hey look like I'm really happy for you that you're in this relationship but actually no I'm not I happy do have some you. issues with them especially if he's there all the time like I don't think I would like that like I would hate that I'd be like get out my flat yeah also it's not nice to feel like your flatmate who's probably also like one of your good friends is he paying bills has never yeah or like is never he paying has time for you it's always with her boyfriend in your flat and you're a bit like okay well I'd like it if we could, ha- could hang out yeah um, so I think yeah just like maybe sit down be like look listen maybe don't say like I don't like him just maybe. be like I've been finding yeah. you know Steve if a bit difficult yeah if it's the way he like speaks to you or to her just be like I didn't appreciate the way he spoke to you oh yeah 100% I didn't like I didn't appreciate the way he spoke to me in this situation like and if he's like just coming at, like coming into your space as well I couldn't have that would piss me off I'd be I like no so go away or maybe just be like, look, we love you, we're happy for you, but like, can he not be here like every day? Mm-hmm. I think that is so reasonable. And also, I think genuinely most people would be like, yeah, fair enough. Like, it's not his flat. You want to spend time with your mate. You want to have a good like environment for you all to live in. Maybe just put in some boundaries and be like, love that you're in this relationship, but could he only maybe come over like three or four nights a week? Have you experienced than, like, anything like that? Like not liking a flatmate's partner? Yeah, I've had, like, a situation where, like, basically all my flat found one of our flatmates' partners a bit difficult. And it can be really difficult, but I also think, at the end of the day, you the heart of it is that you love your mate, and you want mm. them to be happy, and you also want to be happy where you live. And I think, like, so there's sometimes where you've got to find a balance between sticking up for yourself and being sensitive to, like, someone else's relationship... But I also think, like, if you're that flatmate as well, that, like, like if my boyfriend was coming around every night mm. my flatmates were, like, I think you can pick up on a vibe yeah, when they don't like it. Them. And I think as a flatmate, you also need to you don't be sensitive spend... to that. You don't want to be a dick and be like, yeah, I'm going to have my boyfriend over, like, every fucking night and never spend time with my girlfriends. Like, Especially coming into, like, I'm sorry, but my one big thing would be, like, uh, if you're using the shower, like, every day, if you're like i hate to be that person but there's a cost loving crisis like if you're racking up my bills you're paying a part of it yeah do you know what i mean like or like you're always like or you put the heating on or you're always like cooking and using hot water and stuff like it's fair enough if you know see if you've got your own flat bugger off there yeah or do spend, you know what I mean? spend a couple of nights at our flat a couple of nights at their flat but you want to spend time with your friends too yeah, i'm sorry but like middle. i like i need my quality time with my pals i'm sure you do mm. too like because sometimes you need a way from like partners and stuff you're like I just yeah. need a little break from you I need to go hang out with my pals like you need to find that healthy balance or genuinely like and I mean this in like the least threatening way possible but you will lose friends oh fully yeah you will like as I, much as you I don't d- want to be that girl that is so obsessed with their boyfriend they spend all their time with them you piss your flatmates off by having them around all the time mm-hmm. and then you end up with their mates it's not good and as much as I encourage like to like be there for your mates especially if it's like a difficult relationship and things like there's only so much you can actually do you can't take on like all this like emotional baggage of like yeah. having to look at look out for a pal who's in like a bad relationship mm-hmm. it's a lot but oh, in this situation you just got to tell her i reckon yeah sit her down have a chat with her but really like be careful how you word it because mm-hmm. she will probably be in the defense like i'd be in the defense yeah. so i was like your partner's pissed you know if she's I mean? not aware already she's probably like ignoring it a little bit oh so, yeah there's but that's no why chance. i think you should address it because i think like it's your prerogative like it's so fair enough being like i don't really 
love it when your boyfriend's here like five days a week and he's also rude you know and if she's a good friend then she'll hear you out yeah i also think she might like it she might not take it well but Mm. i think like eventually she'll come around to it and realize in the long run she'll go away and think about it like especially if you guys are flatmates and really good pals she will be thinking about that do you know what i mean yeah oh bless you you'll be fine hope you're okay and just be brave and if it's really annoying just go into your room and listen to gifts of the gab And we're on to the next. Okay, we've got another flatmate one. Lots of flatmate drama today. So, um, someone has submitted, flatmates with higher budgets refuse to compromise all year and I need to put my foot down on a cleaning bill. Help. I've been trying to silently leave after they're bullying too, after they've refused to discuss anything. In brackets, our lease is over. Okay, so, you're moving out. Mm. At least your lease is finished. You're moving out. Fantastic. We've got a way That's out. That's one positive thing. That's one positive thing. We, we see the end. Yeah. And the like, end is near. The end is near. We're going. You've got the way out. <laughs> That's fine. You can escape. You can escape. Um, flatmates with higher budgets, though. That's such a difficult one. Like, money issues between friends. Is so, so awkward. So awkward. So difficult. Like, it's so, money is such a taboo topic, but mm. it's, like, it's literally a part of our everyday lives. But people, I think, especially... Like, maybe not so much our generation, but generations above our generation, like, are very, mm. like, iffy about money. Like, I really don't see a problem in asking someone how much money they make. Like, why is that rude? Is that daft for me to say that? No, like, I, I just it's don't... almost one of those things of, like, once you, like, break the tummy, yeah. like, everybody will be so much happier. Yeah, we just need to break the stigma around it. Like, it's money is something that we have to, like, we struggle with every day and have mm-hmm. to use every single day of our life. So, like, why are we so, like, iffy and, like, off about it do you know yeah. what i mean especially when it comes to like friends like you just said and like flatmates having a higher budget like if your friend can't afford that higher budget like i'm sorry you're a bit of a dick you're, like, a you're they are actually dicks for being like mm. you've got to pay for this especially if they know that you can't yeah like I, i'm sorry but that's just banging out that doesn't sound like a good friend I, if my friend acted like that but like, you can actually fuck off well she did say that she tried to silently leave after they've bullied her oh. and that they've refused to discuss anything, which is actually so That's sad. That's really, really upsetting. They're not good friends. They're not good friends yeah. at all. That's I think really sad. If I can give you any advice, mm. the phrase that you said was put your foot down. I think that's exactly what you need to do. You're leaving anyway. Yep. You know, your, your lease is over, you're going. And obviously the issue here is that they want a cleaner to come in and clean everything and they want you to, to split the pay with them. And mm-hmm. um, I think you could. Oh, it's kind of Wait, so she's saying she doesn't want to split the pay? Yeah, because need to put my foot down on the cleaning bill. Oh, but the thing is, when it comes to stuff like that, you can't really say no, can you? Wait, but is I, it is this for the cleaning for like when they leave the flat? Yeah. Why are you not just doing yourself? yourself? Yeah, that's what. That's I'm what thinking. we did. Also, I've had before, like when I had a flat in second year. We got cleaners in, and then we still got charged a cleaning yeah, bill no. by, our, by our estate agents. It doesn't make a difference, by the way. Like, letting agencies are bullshit. Like, they're so sly, and they do not care. We got rinsed from our um, deposit on our last flat. That was like, does anyone know where the pubic triangle is? Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. I used to live above there, and we lived in That's this, like, five-bed, like, <laughs> student flat. And they just absolutely ripped the shit, to be honest. Like... And we cleaned so much in that flat. And, like, seeing when we moved in, it was gross. 
Like, they don't care. Like, either oh, way, no, whether I've you clean. Yeah, whether you clean or you get a cleaner in, they're going to take your money. So, honestly, just clean it yourself. Yeah, I reckon what you do, clean your room, like, really fucking well. Like, yeah. go, like, whatever money you're going to save from not mm. paying this clean bill, go buy shitloads of products. Like, make sure you spend time cleaning, cleaning your room specifically and make it, like, perfect. And then maybe, like, do a clean of the kitchen or, like, a clean of the living room or something to show that you've, like, participated and tried to, like, make sure the flat's clean. Speak to them again and be like, look, I cannot afford to pay this cleaning bill. I've cleaned everything myself. Mm-hmm. If you want to get a cleaner in, go ahead. But I'm won't not my room. I've cleaned it and I've already done the kitchen so they can just go back over that. They won't have to spend so much time on it. And then I honestly think, see, I don't know. It depends on how good your, like, relationship is with your estate agent. But you could email and say, like, they're paying for the cleaner. I'm not. If there's an issue, like with the deposit like can you contact me because you obviously want to make sure you get your deposit back mm-hmm. so but also you can dispute your deposit so deposits are not actually held by the estate agents they're held by like a third party that is a fantastic point is to clean the room yourself and do your own like yeah. part that's great yeah that's the best piece of advice i could give you to be honest that was really good yeah because then it's clean it's clean anyway you don't have to pay for it and they can fuck off. Just be like, I've cleaned it, it's done. They're not good friends. You if, don't need to clean it for me. Especially, like, if they have a higher budget and, like, they are, like, don't have a problem with money and stuff like that. Yeah. That just, like, shows what kind of people they are, that they're, like, so out of touch with reality yeah. that they can't even see that, like, you can't afford that. That's just posh shite. Yeah, shit. I feel like there's such, like, there can be really bad power imbalances at uni in terms of, like, oh, money 100%. And, and I think it can be difficult when you live with people who are not, don't have the same sort of income as you, or you feel like they're sort of, not like a different class entirely, but like, but even there's people, a bit of a, there can be massive divides, even between friends, mm-hmm. over things like this, like, and it's actually a real shame. And but even people that do have money, and like, that do have a higher budget, like, I'm not saying all people like that aren't in touch with reality just sounds like these people aren't like do you know what I mean they just don't seem like nice people mm. they like it's not have even a like a sensitivity thought. they yeah, have a perspective like, not everyone's like that but it just sounds like they're just not very nice yeah especially if someone's like it sounds a bit like this person has tried to broach the topic a mm. bit I feel like if someone's coming to you and being like I can't afford this and they're giving you like good reasons for it who are you to like push them into paying for something like yeah especially if they can do it on their own i think it's especially when it comes to money a shame yeah that's people's livelihood that's how they yeah. eat that's how they look after themselves also, and you're there like no just because you have more money how out of t- how like tone deaf and dumb yeah do you have it, to that be? is so so tone deaf like how like to especially for someone to this do that. economy like are you joking yeah being no. students hard these days well like you like everyone's skin Especially, like, end of term, like, beginning of... I mean, mm. beginning of summer, so... It's insensitive, and they just don't yeah. sound like good people. Sack, you're sacking them off Sack anyway. them off, clean your own room, and put your foot down, because you're moving out anyway. Who cares if the relationship gets fucked? Like, it, you, it doesn't matter. You don't like them. Mm-hmm. They're obviously horrible. Leave it at that. That was great. Thank you. We're being, we're being solid with the advice today. We're giving you, you know... The creme for the creme. instructions, you've got to do it. I'm not, I hate people feeling like they can't stick up for themselves. Like yeah. Something like, I always, like, whenever we give people advice, I really want to empower people to stick up for themselves because no one's going to look after you like you've got to look after yourself. And you've Especially just got to do it. in uni, this is your time to grow. For sure, yeah. Like, wow. you're an adult now, you've got to... You're taking on the responsibilities. 
for wow. like wow thank you so much for listening guys and we'll be back next Monday to answer more of your dilemmas chit chat about some general student news I feel like such a fraud being in this <laughs> I'm just a dropout but you know what I'm here to here to bring some some nice you can give some perspective that like maybe I yeah. wouldn't have you know exactly that exactly you took the words straight out of my mouth thanks so much for listening guys thanks guys see you next week and don't forget to send us your dilemmas catch you later bye Thank you.